Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Children of Blood and Bone, the number one New York Times bestseller by Tomi Adeyemi. Entertainment Weekly calls it a phenomenon, and USA Today says it is impossible to put down. This sweeping fantasy brings both Black Lives Matter and Black Girl Magic into a fictional West African world inspired by Tomi's Nigerian roots. Read Children of Blood and Bone today, available wherever you get your books. Look in your eyes, and there I see just what you mean to me. Sing in this basement. Here in my heart, I right. believe. Bass. Your love is all <laughs> I ever need. Come on, Keychain. Holding you close through the night. I need you. <laughs> Shout out to my Auntie Luther Ronzoni Vandross. Auntie Luther. Here and now. <laughs> Here and right now. Praise the Lord, niggas. Welcome back to Getting Grown with Jaden Kia. I am Kia. I am Auntie Luther. That's right. And we are back to talk about the scam that is adulting. Literally. The the, literally. The good, the bad, the ugly, the test, the trials, the twists, the turns, the temptations, and the taxes of being a real life adult in the year of our Lord 2019. Ooh, nigga. I was just watching the debates. Yeah, speak on that. I mean, it's not over. Uh, I had to cut it off so that we can record. <laughs> However, I mean, first of all, there are 47 candidates and I'm a little overwhelmed. Um, Cory Booker spoke on the behalf of his community and told Joe Biden something about the Kool-Aid and not knowing the flavor. And oh, I, okay. I don't know how I feel about it. I like, don't I, know, I, don't, I don't know how I, don't I feel know. about Cory Booker, be perfectly honest. Same, same, same. <laughs> I think that there was, uh, well, what the, the portion that I saw uh, revolved heavily around the crime bill. The people were getting into uh, Joe, uh, Joe Biden's uh, hind parts mm. about, uh, you know, the the bills that he has uh, written and passed and pushed over the last few decades and all of the resulting um, issues that we have in our criminal justice system, mm, quotes on, on justice. But um, yeah, so I mean, it was it was interesting and they got into, into Kamala and her 
her uh, tenure as attorney general in the state of California. I mean, it was lots and lots of back and forth. People who I did not expect to come with heavy hits, just in the little segment that I saw, because I mean, this is, and this is just my humble opinion based on, you know, the, the 45 minutes to an hour of it that I actually saw. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, senator from Hawaii, I can't think of her name, Tulsi, I don't know. Maybe I'm sure I'm saying that right. incorrectly. But um, yeah, she had she came for Kamala, like came right for her throat neck. Um, and, uh, you know, Governor, Governor Inslee. And, you know, it was... It, <laughs> I don't really know, man. Between last night and tonight, I still don't feel like I, I am I am feeling good about any one candidate. I have questions you for know, all of them. Um, but you know, time will only tell. Santana said it best. She's like, honestly, at this point, like I have problems with everybody. But uh, I just Yang, need somebody to get him up out of the paint. Yeah, I mean, and I think one of the I mean, I don't I don't know who he is. It, it says he's an entrepreneur. I think his name is Andrew Yang. I don't know what um, city he's from mm-hmm. or where he's done a lot of his work. But um, he kind of made that point during the debate. He was like, you know, all we're doing is tearing each other down here, but we really need to get to the business of what can we do to beat Trump? Because mm. that's actually that's a thing. really That's really the black uh-huh. ass bottom line. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, in the spirit of adulting and realizing that you're an adult, me, I was talking to my, to my, um, one of my closest friends from childhood, Leslie, um, when I was on my way home from my meeting today and we were like, girl, look at how much adult we are adults for real. We sitting in here talking about, I got to get home and catch up on a debate. Child, remember when we just didn't care about these things? <laughs> we're going to get to that. Now it's literally a matter of life and death, but I mean, what's going on sis? How's your week? My week is, um, it's just busy and very, very productive. Um, we announced a happy hour, a dopest happy hour, the first that. one ever for Chicago, because Chicago is the fastest selling city that we've had thus far. And they continue to hit us up about about being there. And we were like, you know what? We're going to be here for a little bit. Let's just go ahead and do this. So we opened it up and it's already halfway sold out. So um, if there are any tickets left, make sure you guys get on it ASAP. And Santana and I are bringing our signature nachos outside of New York for the very first time ever in life. Wow. For our dopest happy hour with a signature cocktail included. And thank you to everybody who purchased tickets to the dopest dinner party. Philly and Atlanta. Philly's this weekend. Can't wait. I mean, Philly and Chicago. Excuse me. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm so tired. (laughs) Um, But it was a good week. It was a good productive week. Shout out to everybody at Makosa. Always showing love and support. Nobody tried us this go around celebration. Nobody tried us. Nobody tried us. I have to say, and that, that is always a good time, but shout out to everybody at Makosa. It's a blast. And that was my week, sis. How was yours? You know, same old, same. Um, I had a, have uh, a a PI meeting. I was doing a big data collection this week. So I was kind of ahead in books about that mm. facilitating some focus groups at this uh, meeting at Howard Hughes. Mm. It was really, really, uh, it was a really intense day, but a, a couple of days, but it was a productive couple of days. So now that I'm on the other side of that, I'm trying to turn my attention to kind of setting myself up um, to, uh, you know, get some things done before uh, the summer is out so that we can, you know, get ready for the next busy season. You <laughs> also reunited with your home. Oh yes, yeah. uh, I have been. I have been on the road for uh, like my first uh, my first institute. Well, we had an institute in LA. Remember that was in June. Then I had mm-hmm. a couple of weeks. 
I had a couple of weeks um, home and then I, I we left out on July 7th and I have not been home more than one night <laughs> um, <laughs> between between today, July 31st and July 7th. So it has been almost four weeks and I'm just excited to be in my own home and sleep in my own bed. Oh, I know you in my are. my own bathroom. I know I'm, you are. I am jazzed. I am just jazzed. But yeah, I mean, it's good. Um, I work saw that work. last room you were in. It was not the, it was, it was, it was. No, this, this week I was in a much better okay. space. Um, but you know, we have to thug it out sometime. The last time they had my sister in the dorm room and I was just not. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> there are parts of the life that are just not glamorous. But you're right. We, but you're doing the work. We are doing the work and it's, and it's important and we're grateful for the opportunity to do it. Amen. Come on. Excited. Hoping that in the next few days I can get just a little bit of rest. I hope I'm so. Hoping. You yeah. deserve. Well, I so agree. you can get to that rest. Let's get on to with this show. All right, then. Let's, Let's trash. Well, I feel like um, I want to start off the trash because I was disgusted by this news. Oh. And I was like, well, if I had to be disgusted, then everybody does. So. Oh, my God. I found out via the shared room that one in four every delivery drivers admits to eating their customers' food before the delivery. Oh, I was... <laughs> I'm so disgusted by that. Disgusted. Do you hear me? Why are people trash? Like, I'm not so worried because the things that I do order are things that are not, like, they... Outside of that ice cream. They're not really Ugh. things that can be tam tampered with. You know what I'm saying? Like that just y'all get fries. That means they they take in a couple of your fries. But I get like sandwiches, you know, things like that where they can't touch them. I will know. But just be That's weary. Oh, so raggedy. Be weary because one in four of every delivery driver is eating your food. It's what disgusting. Trash? What manner of trash is this? I uh, wonder if they have this documented, which drivers admitted to this so that we can um, file charges on them. This is oh felonious. This is felonious, and I don't appreciate it. That's so raggedy. In good news, Lena Waithe, always working, okay? Um, she officially signed a deal with Amazon Studios. Oh, she currently has a three three series on the air, The Shy Boomerang and Dear White People, right. and an upcoming Amazon horror anthology titled Them. Who anthology? Uh, Amazon horror. 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 Okay. Scary shit. Oh, horror. Uh, <laughs> horror. Like, horror. Horror. Like, horror. 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 I'm like, is horror. this about... Whole horror. shit? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> I can, horror. 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 There we go. <laughs> An upcoming horror series, anthology series. I was titled like, horror. <laughs> is this about whole things? Oh my god. Yes, child. And she but also listen, apparently is a producer for Queen and Slim as well. Get your things. Get your things, Lena. What were you get about to say? Things. What? You said, well, listen. Oh, I thought you were about to say something. Oh, no. I was like, well, listen, get your things, Lena. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. No. I 100% am behind this. Shout out to Black women working. Absolutely. Lena is working. Do you hear me? Sure is. Uh, another reason y'all do not need to fly Spirit Airlines. Mm, mm, mm. 
Apparently there was a bat on the plane recently. <laughs> Spirit Airlines is such like the China bus of the sky. No, the Fungwa, okay, it's the on its Fung way to Express <laughs> of the sky. We go Atlantic City and they go with bats in the oh, fucking plane. Oh my word! Dying. I Dying. remember I took we took the the China bus the Chinese bus for the for like two or three times when I was an undergrad and I just was in there like I will never do this again because of the stench the mm. odor. I was unable to can. I could not do it. I I have never. I am blessed to say I have never in my life. Yes. Um, road that, Spirit Airlines, and I probably never will. That is a blessing, and you should be very grateful. I'm grateful to God for definitely making sure that that has never happened to me. Mm-hmm. In super positive news, okay. okay, Ethiopia set a world record by planting more than 353 million trees in less than 12 hours to fight climate, to fight uh, global warming and climate change. I like that. That's the kind of things we like. It was part of a um, reforestation campaign called Green Legacy, which is spearheaded by the country's prime minister. And literally millions of Ethiopians across the country united took part and planting these trees to help fight against global warming. This is the kind, this is what we need. This is the kind of carrying on this vibe. This is what we need. So I thought that was really positive trash. (laughs) 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 Sorry, y'all. That's what the damn segment is called. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, In sad news though, apparently office max is selling um, bulletproof backpacks. What? And that made me really, really sad. Yeah. They are selling bulletproof backpacks. That is literally where we're at now. What a That's literally where alive, we're at. Bro. So you guys, so there's these bulletproof backpacks, but literally you'll do nothing. You'll literally do nothing about gun control. Dang. Nothing about it. Nothing about it. Um, so I thought that was really sad. That's pretty terrible. Lil Nas X, okay, my young boo. Mm-hmm. Old Town Road is the longest leading number one hit of all time, surpassing Mariah Carey's 20-year oh record. God. Like That's outrageous. What? Oh, yes, absolutely. So <laughs> congratulations to Lil Nas. I'm sorry. I'm actually live, live trashing right now. And um there's fan speculation that Beyonce's pregnant again. So y'all got to leave them alone. Can we just mind? Can y'all just leave them alone? Like, I'm sure when, when when Beyonce chooses to have a baby, or if whatever she does with her family, she will let us know when it's time for us to know. She really will. And I like, don't know why you all won't just let her be. Like, just like, okay. And let things be what they are. If if anybody can afford to have a baby, it is the Carters. Listen, if them if they want to if they want to be Kiki Wyatt about it, I just can't. Niggas just need to be quiet about it. That's it. You're <laughs> that's, that's, that's that's it. But in in positive news, with somebody who actually did have a child, Kendrick Lamar became a father for the first time. Congratulations. I did I did hear under the radar 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 that um that his wife or fiance, I'm so sorry, I don't know exactly. I think they're engaged, but I, I heard that she was pregnant, but they did. They had a whole baby and congratulations to them. We're very happy about it. Indeed. Um, let's see here. I don't honestly, the trash is trash. And um, we're done with it. 
So <laughs> right. let's go. move on to a quick shout out. Let's do it right now. My sister's popping right now. The very first ever all black lady sketch show mm-hmm. is officially getting ready to come out on Friday. Mm-hmm. And I'm very excited that this is the first all black cast um, black woman run and produced sketch comedy show like we need to be we need to celebrate that on its own shout out to robin Thede, Issa ray quinta b all of the ladies who participated um you guys are in for a treat like it's oh, yes. it's a good time i saw the first episode and i enjoyed it and it's just fun to see black women being able to be bosses and like do shit that has been going on for so long, but now we are making our foot footprints and I'm really excited about it. Um, right. If you didn't know Robin Thede is, she was the first, um, lead black writer on a comedy show for Larry Wilmore. Mm -hmm. And, uh, at the premiere yesterday, our sis Crystal was the host. So she did a little, we had, we got a little, um, black, black lady sketch, uh, black card revoked. Nice. That was really fun. But shout out to Robin Thede for doing something really important. Like whether it's your brand of humor or not, you have to know that that this this is something big and this is something crucial. And um, let's celebrate it. So shout out to her. Absolutely, man. I'm excited and can't wait to watch. It's going to be on HBO, right? It's going to be on HBO, I believe 11 o'clock, but don't quote me on that. On Friday. On Friday. August. I mean, uh, yeah, August 2nd. Yes, ma'am. Man, it's August already. All right. Tune in. Finding key pieces of clothing that are versatile, comfortable, and stylish can be a pain. Thankfully, there's Style Plan by Frank and Oak. So I've had my struggles with finding clothes, okay? I'm in a period in my life. We talk about this auntie period. We talk about this JV auntie period. So some things I feel are too young or too faddish. Certain things I feel like are a little dated or they're a little, you know, a little old for me. I have had, then also, y'all know I got this wagon back here. I be trying to find stuff that works. Sometimes it's, you know, it's too big on the top, but it fits on the bottom or what have you, vice versa. I have had my problems. <laughs> style Plan by Frank and Oak is a clothing subscription for men and women curated by amazing stylists and AI. Simply take a style quiz and preview your monthly subscription box, then get seven days to decide what you love and send back what you don't. You can customize your clothes and confirm what you'll be getting in your subscription box before it ships. Shipping and returns are always free. You can skip or cancel at any time. The style plan by Frank and Oak is dedicated to providing purposefully designed products made ethically. Their products are made with eco-friendly processes and fabrics like hemp, linen, and denim made with up to 95% less water. So I signed on to Frank and Oak. I went through my style plan. I did my style quiz. Mm -hmm. Um, They asked millions of questions, but it's not even like a stress. These are actual questions that are useful, that are really specific about how you like your clothes to fit, what kind of clothes you generally uh, like and gravitate toward, uh, what's your personal kind of style aesthetic, what kind of risks you like to take, what kind of color palettes you like. It's really, really good. Um, I think that the the clothes... Um, the clothes are, like I said, very well made um, and they I, it looks like they take great lengths to kind of match your style. Um, so, I mean, I was pleased with everything that they sent to me. 
Discover what your uh, wardrobe has been missing. Go to frankenoak.com slash grown to get $25 off your first subscription box and try style plan by Frank and Oak completely risk-free. That's frankandoak.com slash grown for $25 off your first subscription box. frankenoak.com slash grown. So today's theme of our kitchen table talk is really fun. Or maybe it's not actually. It's just, <laughs> maybe it's funny. I don't know. It's basically what this show is all about. And that's adulting. Yeah. Um, and we want to talk specifically about some of the times, some of the triggers, some of the things that, that have happened to us that made us realize we were actual adults. Yeah. Um, whether that's happened recently. I don't know if it's an occurrence, if it's a realization. We're going to keep it really brief. You guys know... Um, full disclosure, you guys know that we are going on a break. If you did not see one of the social medias, we're going to take a little break, but don't worry. We're going to still have content for you. So mm-hmm. there will be some things coming your way. Um, but Key and I are going to take a little break because that's very necessary in adulting. <laughs> We've been doing this thing for two and a half years straight. No so it's just a it's just a few weeks, but you'll still have stuff. And um, but yeah, we thought it would be nice to keep it a little brief tonight, but still talk about some of the things that made us realize that we're adults. And the, the idea actually came from our sis, Keisha. I know you hear about her often. Mm-hmm. Make sure you listen to her episode where she talked about generational wealth and yeah. um, estate planning and so forth. It is really pertinent information. And make sure you check out her podcast. She has a podcast called Mary and Martha. That's um, right. And it's uh, it's really dope. I mean, awesome current culturally relevant conversations about Christian faith. So it's it's really amazing. Check it out. And Keisha is just like Kia. With <laughs> a little bit like a little bit of troll of me. Oh my so, god. So she's a good time. So make sure you guys check that out. But um yeah, so Keisha was like, you know, I'm just having some things happen in my life right now that are really slapping me upside my head and showing mm-hmm. me that I'm an adult. And even when I thought I was an adult before, I didn't realize until now with some of these certain occurrences. So I want to ask you, sis, did you have an experience? I don't know. Again, I don't know if I've asked Kia this before. And if I yeah. have, I'm sure you guys will write us an email and let us know. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> oh man, have you ever had a situation, sis? What, when do you like, what do you recall in your head of one of the first times that adulthood just slapped you upside your face and you were like, oh, this is it. I do. I did ask you this before. So okay. have you had any other occurrences recently? Yeah. Where you've, you know, realizations. I think that this happens to me very, very often. Mm-hmm. Um, I think day by day, I'm confronted with a new aspect or dimension mm-hmm. of being an adult that I'm, I don't feel prepared for at all. Um, I mean, things as uh, serious and, and, and um, complicated and important as like, you know, trying to buy a house um, or, or um, you know, I re- recently sat down and did my estate plan, thinking about wills and, and uh, final arrangements and, and what I want, like, to have in place, uh, you know, in the event of my untimely demise or even, you know, later on in life. Like, sitting down and having to think about those things um, really, really kind of sit in your face, uh, you know, the mm-hmm. fact that, you are grown, grown. And these are decisions that you have to make on your own. Um, and even something, I mean, as, as, as small as like, you know, being tired and <laughs> realizing that if I want to take a break, it's something I'm going to have to plan. I think, um, I mean, I grew up and I mean, this is, I don't know, this might be silly, but I grew up and family vacations were something that were kind of 
common. Like we did them every year and it was just something that I didn't have to worry about. It was just like, oh, you know, on these two weeks out of the year, we're going to do something. Mm -hmm. And I can honestly say that since I've been grown, um, I haven't really taken a real vacation because I haven't planned it. (laughs) When I sit and think about it, it's like, oh man, I really got to like make this a thing and, and, and have the forethought um, to sit down and say, okay, find the time, find the resources, figure out what I want to do and how I want to do it. So yeah, this things ha- this happens to me all the time. Um, what, what about you? I think one of the most recent things that I can remember where it really, like I had one of those moments, cause again, I have them often, especially now as I sit down and properly do a certificate of insurance and <laughs> LLC work and taxes and so forth and so on. But I'm going to tell you something real petty that <laughs> recently reminded me how adult I really was. We have an air conditioner. As you know, in New York City, um, central air is not. It's a luxury. It's a luxury. It's not a common thing. And so, you know, some buildings have the units that are built in. And then a lot, you know, a lot of apartments you move in, you have to purchase and, and, and have installed or you work through your management company, your own AC to mm-hmm. get installed. So, you know, we brought our very powerful, huge AC over from our old apartment, which is a great AC. But I did not realize we didn't bring a particular rail. Rail? And some kind of rail. I didn't even know was a I didn't even know was a part of the thing. I'm just used to the AC. I don't ever have to install it. Didn't think about it. I made the appointment. That was one of the that was the that was the first time of this particular situation where I was like, wow. It's little things like this that remind me. So I made the appointment for them to come out and install the AC. Well, they came out and let me know this piece was missing. And do you know that I had to contact Kenmore through Sears to get a part for my AC? (laughs) Then they came out to install it again and realized that they did not send the specific screw that goes with the rail that goes with that AC. So I had to then call Sears again and order that part. But as I sat on that phone call with Sears, I said, this might be one of the most, the smallest, but most adult things I have ever done in my life. This is the little shit that I took for granted as a child. Absolutely. Just having those kinds of things in place. I mean, I was going to ask, like, you know, especially as a parent, I will say another big thing that, you know, I realize I'm grown. When mm-hmm. I go to the doctor, right, and my doctor's asking me, like, you know, when are you going to have a baby? And I'm like, girl, what? <laughs> like, I feel personally attacked every time. Mm-hmm. Like, man, I don't have time for these questions. Please get somewhere and sit down. I'm just trying to get myself to work on time, girl. You're asking me a lot. Child, people asking me, Noah's, Noah's six now. Like, And I'm like, correct. <laughs> are you, you, you know, True. you're getting up there, Jade. Are you ready? I'm like, bitch. Mind your business and your uterus. <laughs> Mind, your uterus. <laughs> Mind yours. Oh my God. Whatever you whatever whatever you possess. Mind it. But no, a child will continuously remind you. I told you recently, Noah asked me if we had Lion King in the olden days. Oh my God. She was like, You watch Lion King. There's certain things that actually weren't even out, obviously, when I was a child that are out. And when she asked me that all the time, did you have this when you were a kid? I'm like, actually, no, this is something new. This is yours. <laughs> Or certain times I'll be like, we had that when I was a kid. She's like, really? That was around then? I'm like, oh, my God. She is taken aback. Child, those be the... Listen, when you have somebody calling you mommy 
13 times in a matter of 13 minutes, that'll remind imagine. you real quick that you that you're an adult. I literally cannot imagine. Okay, so question for you. Okay. Has there been an occurrence where you have seen growth in yourself? Um Oh man, I got a good one. Yeah, tell me about it. Okay, so even just last week when I had that uh issue at the airport when my flight got canceled, mm-hmm. um I was I even called Keisha Oh, we were texting because I had to like affirm myself because you know I I I can be emotive but I you know the, my emotions can sometimes get the best of me when I'm overwhelmed mm-hmm. I am prone to cry that is not saying that I should not cry or I I, there's, I don't have any I don't carry any shame for that but As I do right I do I have um I had an experience recently where I felt like I managed my emotions very well. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was flying to Chapel Hill the other week, my initially my flight was scheduled to leave at 5.35 p.m. on Sunday evening. Mm-hmm. When I arrived at the airport, I saw that it was uh, delayed to 7. And okay. then it was delayed to 7.51. And then it was delayed to like 8, 8.03. And by 8.30, they had canceled it altogether. Um, they told, uh, they didn't give us any reason. There was no weather in DC or in North Carolina. Um, and, and the, the line at the, at the desk, everyone was trying to get understanding as to what was going on. There was lots of flights being canceled at that time. We couldn't figure out whether or not there was something happening or just think American was going, American airlines was going through some things. I, um, you know, I was frustrated Mm -hmm. and tired, but it was like, okay, the bottom line is I have a meeting at UNC Chapel Hill tomorrow at 930. I have to be there. So I initially like, you know, I, I was like, I'm not gonna let this stress me out. I literally said a quick prayer like, Lord, I need you to work this out for me. And I just was sitting there waiting for for further instructions. Um, when they told me that they couldn't rebook me before Monday morning at 1030, it was just like, OK, well, that's not going to work for me. And I didn't like stress out or nothing. I was like, I'm either going to rent a car or drive my car, but I just have to go. And I navigated that whole process. I went to the rent, the, the car rentals. They were really, really expensive. And I was like, it'll probably just be more efficient for me to go back home and get my car and then get on the road. Mm-hmm. And I did all of that. And I drove um, the four and a half hours and I got to Chapel Hill. Maybe I would say between 1 a.m. and 1.30. And I got into bed and I really had to give myself a kudos. I was like, because I feel like maybe Kia of last year, definitely Kia of three to four years ago, <laughs> would have been a shambles mm-hmm. at that thought. I mean, and it's not a big deal. Um, but I mean, I just don't like to be, uh, you know, I tend to internalize things. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, People who travel as much as I do have to deal with travel issues all the time. But when stuff like when bad things happen to me, I'm just like, what in the world? Like, it's like, and you are, to, you're very much to, like, God, everything. Exactly. I hate everything. Exactly. Why is my life so hard and complicated? And you're like, I, everything's terrible, but it's fine. <laughs> I talk to, I talk about my mom for the same thing, but I can really say uh, that this is something that I've been working on. And just this last week, I can say that I, I saw growth because it was like, oh, girl, we'll deal with this. We'll get in the car. We'll get it together. We'll listen to Beyonce all the way to Chapel Hill and it's going to be fine. Mm, That's it, sis. I'm so proud of you for that. Thank you. I'm so proud of you for that. And Leonard was there and he made sure. Leonard was there. He did. He texted and checked in with me just about every hour to just, you know, are we okay? How are we doing? What you listening to? Do you need to call me? He's really just, you know, and not only him, but, you know, I was on the phone and kind of, 
checking in with folks and mm-hmm. I had myself a little a gospel choir concert and then I okay. transitioned over to Beyonce. It was good. It, it was, was good. A, that sounds good. It was a good. It was, I mean, and I'm not above a road trip. You know, I've been doing them all my life. It was really actually kind of, um, like cathartic for me to just be in the car by myself, just kind of like, this is me time and I'm okay. I mean, I wasn't hungry. I wasn't, you know, I, I was comfortable. I was okay. I wasn't tired. I didn't feel like, you know, I was ready to go to bed once I got there, but it was mm-hmm. just like, I can do this. And I did it. I'm so proud of you for that. Thanks. I'm so proud of you for that. Cause I know <laughs> I have seen Kia in travel stress. Okay? Like, I just hate everything about this. I forget where we went. But Kia left first. Yeah, we were they were coming back from the live the the read in Nashville. Kia left first, okay, but, hours ahead of time. Yeah. And we got to the airport and Kia was on the line. And we were like, yes. why are you here? My flight was supposed to leave at like 7 a.m. And I ended up staying in Nashville until like one. And I had to take uh, I had to connect. Whatever. Either way, my my travel was supposed to literally take two hours to get home. And then I it I I was literally I left the airport I left to go to the airport um, at seven a.m. in Nashville and I did not get back to my home till ten p.m. So it was like it was like more than a twelve hour day yeah. to live for like a two hour flight. I was Mm-mm. just in distress. Mm-mm. I've seen but, it, but we made it. But we praise growth. Yes, I, indeed. The other day I was supposed to um I said you know what. I need some more groceries. Like there were certain things that I'd run out of in the house. It'd really be the small, it's the small things and the big things, I think. Mm -hmm. So with the small things, I was like, you know, there's certain things I need. We ran out of eggs, ran out of milk, ran out of this, like just did and had a bunch of other stuff. I said, well, I got to make Noah breakfast in the morning. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to just order breakfast. Like it's cool. It was late, 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 late. And halfway through my sleep, I realized that I had placed an entire Instacart order because apparently in my subconscious, I realized that we needed these certain things. I needed to have them in the morning and the responsible thing for me to do. The easy thing would be to order breakfast. But the responsible thing in the effort of trying not to waste money Mm -hmm. is to get those things so that they can they can stretch and you can do many things with them. And the next day when I got my grocery order, I said, well, we pray subconscious growth. (laughs) Also, um, I've just been really proud of myself for just trying to legitimize, just legitimizing myself. Um, It's a process. You know what I'm saying? Like it is a process, but it's something that I have, I've not had to do for a long time. And now comes the time where I have to make sure that my business dealings, since they are my own, are all correct. And I know I keep talking about that, but this is the, like, again, we are talking through our processes and our growth. And so, you know, I was really proud. I had to stop and give myself some praise the other day because I said, you know what? You are really out here busting your ass and making sure that you're doing it the proper way. And so, you know, we just want to talk about some of the things that made us feel like adults. Let Absolutely. us know some of the things that make you actually feel like an adult. Like grown, grown. Like when I went to Forever 21 the other day and was like, whoa, it's loud in here. Oh, Oh. my God. Every time. My God. Every store. I I went to I took Noah to get ice cream today and asked them to turn the music down. 
I mean, sometimes I go in Starbucks, like the Starbucks for my job. Sometimes I go in there and be like, God, how do you guys stand it in here? Sis, <laughs> we got, went into, I'm like, how is anybody supposed to get anything done with all of this noise? I am yelling my order right now. <laughs> I'm oh literally God. screaming it. Me and Santana were sitting in that. We, it was me, Santana, and Noah. We were standing in an ice cream shop. We got it on the way home. And literally, Guns N' Roses is I mean, screaming in my ears. They and were she, playing Aerosmith. Oh, don't want to miss a thing. Oh, I was like, my God. all of this hollering. Of all of this hollering. Mouths. It's <laughs> it's so I, she was standing, she was like, is like, are you? I can't think. I was like, I cannot think right now. I turned <laughs> to the guy, I said, Miss, does the music have to be so loud? I was Why like, I so can't old? even, I can't even. That is literally what Santana said to me. She was like, bitch, we are old. I said, and I welcome it. Because we now my nerves are eased because these people turn this music down literally just three notches. My friend Gerard uh, hit me last Saturday and was like, what you doing tonight? I was like, child, hopefully getting somewhere and sitting down because I'm tired. <laughs> Don't what? I'd be like, I am hopefully trying to find myself a seat and a place to rest my understanding. Are you not exhausted? Like, I was like, Every you single you person I know leave? right now has been like, girl, I haven't really been going out at night this summer. Like, I like to go out mm. during the day, enjoy the sunshine, and then I go. Yes, indeed. And I and I and I take my seat where I need to at nighttime in my home. Like, literally Absolutely. everybody I know is on SDs right now, and that shows me where we're at in life. Another thing that be wow. making me feel grown is when we have card parties. <laughs> card parties you... make me feel like uh, a whole auntie. Yes, indeed. We should. I mean, I welcome this phase in life. I'm okay too. with being an auntie. Absolutely, it's, all right. it's okay. Absolutely. But yeah, I think that's. Uh, I think that's that's a. I think that's a good place to pause. Yes. Um, like Jade said, um, let us know. Chime in. Let us know what you're dealing with out there in Auntieville. What you're navigating when you have these moments of like uh, auntie auntie aha moments. Where it's like, dang. <laughs> auntie aha moments i am absolutely here <laughs> i think that's what we'll call this episode auntie aha moments was like <laughs> oh well you would rather stay home and, and get your laundry done <laughs> as opposed that's... to being out um at the function yes or when you welcome the fact that nobody's in your house and you yes. have it all to yourself you don't even turn on no music because you just I'm like saying. the quiet i was in i was in that car like child this is my car i'm in it by myself i god know is, that's right god is to be praised because i don't have to talk i don't have to say anything if i don't want to like these are the things that i'm just grateful for in this season but yeah share your auntie aha moments we're excited um, about having the conversation and continuing the conversation if you're okay with being an auntie share this episode with your homies and let's chime in and have a conversation on the social media that's it hbo's newest comedy is a black lady sketch show written by directed by and starring black ladies a black lady sketch show is a groundbreaking new comedy series starring a core black female cast and celebrity guests portraying dozens of dynamic characters and hyper versions of themselves in magical reality this hilarious series is not afraid to go there and explore culturally relevant themes, including social norms, anxiety, religion, sex, dating, and relationships. When a Black Lady Sketch Show debuts, it will feature numerous firsts. The first all-Black women writer's room, the first Black woman sketch director, and the first sketch series cast comprised entirely of Black women. A horror movie about dry skin, an alien stealing dance moves, a viral proposal going wrong, and an invisible spy are just a few drop-dead funny sketches set to debut in season one. Starring Robin Thede, 
Quinta Brunson, Ashley Nicole Black, and Gabrielle Dennis, and guest starring Issa Rae, Angela Bassett, Laverne Cox, and many more, a Black Lady Sketch Show airs this Friday night at 11 p.m. only on HBO. Cove is on a mission to make migraines less of a headache. It begins with a simple consultation. From the convenience of your own home, a licensed doctor reviews your symptoms and determines the best course of treatment for you. Then your personalized supply of medication is delivered directly to your door. Each treatment plan is personalized and tailored to you. And a few weeks after you begin your treatment, Cove will reach out through their secure patient portal to check on how you're feeling. Cove offers both acute and preventative medications and everything prescribed by Cove's doctors is FDA approved. There's no medical insurance needed. Sign up for Cove and receive your first month of medication for free. If you suffer from migraines or headaches, the last thing you, the last thing you need is to wait to see a doctor. With Cove, there's finally a way to get the help you need when you need it. For a limited time, get your first month of medications free. Visit withcove.com slash grown. That's W-I-T-H-C-O-V-E dot com slash grown. Honestly? Truly. Okay, so let's get into our honesty box. It says, good morning, Jaden Kia. Praise the Lord, niggas. Praise Love the, the podcast, firstly. Thank you. I'm an auntie of a certain age, and I'm loving the conversations. Welcome. Thank you so much, auntie. Here, we're going to call her Monica. Okay. Here's the thing. Hubby and I separated for some years and I moved to Texas. Okay. We were working on our issues while I was getting my medical training. I had a whole life there, friends, family, and a job I could tolerate. Three years later, we decided that I would move back to Cali from Texas. So that's what we did. Okay. Fast forward two years, we're getting divorced because this nigga nigga didn't have the un- unadulterated gall to leave me for another woman. Wow. Mm-mm. Yikes. Here's the problem. I have a job that I love. My supervisor appreciates me and the hard work that I do. She's honestly the best boss I've had and pushes me toward my goals. The leadership at this branch of my company appreciates me and has acknowledged my hard work. I can't afford to stay in California without the assistance of alimony, which he's agreed to pay. I could move to my company's branch in a different part of Texas. The cons... Leadership is not known to be good at that branch, and I would have to take a pay cut. I would essentially be starting all over again. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. I'm torn between two places. Thanks for the help, Monica. So Monica's asking whether or not she should stay in California and take this alimony. Mm-hmm. Or if she should not take the alimony. And- oh, no. If she should um, stay. Oh, she did. And I moved to Texas. Three years later, we decided I would move back to Cali from right. Texas. Okay, yes. So whether or not so, she should move back to, to Texas. To Texas, yes. My question is, he said he would pay alimony. I mean, if, yeah. you're, if you're happy where you are and... No, she was happy in Texas. But she's saying that she would, if she moves, she's going to have to leave her boss and stuff. Yeah. So she likes everything about her job. But she can't afford to stay in Cali unless she gets the alimony. She likes it. Um, she can move to her companies in Texas, which she really enjoys, but the leadership is not as good. And I th- it sounds like she likes Texas a little bit more than Cali. So let's go with that. Um, yeah, I mean. But her- she would have to take a pay cut and start all over if she was to move to Texas, which is the place that she enjoys being. Well, I mean. um. I think it boils down to 
Well, sometimes, I don't know. I, I feel like sometimes we resist having to start all over because we feel like we've wasted time. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I'm understanding correctly, um, if Texas is where you want to be, even, I mean, if you take a, a, a pay cut, I feel like you're also, the cost of living in Texas is going to be much different than it is in California. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're going to have alimony, then, you know, that will be additional assistance um, that may kind of make up some, for some of that difference. Either way, if, if, if it were me and I knew that I was happy in Texas um, and, and that's where I wanted to be, even if, even if it felt like a step forward, a step backwards, sometimes you got to step backwards and step forward. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you got to step backwards to leap forward. Right. So sometimes you need that kind of step back as kind of like momentum to kind of propel you to where you're really supposed to be. Um, the only thing that's kind of like raising my concern is like, you know, I mean, everybody, per, per, everybody's perception and experience of leadership is different. So sometimes it may be that the person that you asked may have a, um, mm-hmm. um, you know, their conception of the leadership may be, may be negative, but it may be that you need to go and find out for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, th- those are, that's, that's my kind of thought. Um, what do you, what do you think, sis? Well, I w- I'm wondering too, if, if maybe you can devise a plan that would allow you to eventually be in the place that you want to be, but taking some steps in, you know, in the interim to try to get there. So maybe you can't, maybe um, you would be taking a pay cut in Texas, but is there a way for you to maybe stay in California, get some more training in, uh, in the field that you're in so that when you do move, it's not necessarily a pay cut or a demotion. You know what I'm saying? I'm wondering if you can use that opportunity um, to receive that alimony and stuff to to further and level yourself up. Right. And then that way you can move to where you want to move and you set yourself up for success. Because even if that's where you want to be, sometimes we can't go where we want immediately. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we can't make the moves we want to make immediately, but with some proper planning, you can make it happen. So my advice, if that is an option, is to try to maybe look into some more training or certificates or what have you that would have you to level yourself so that when you are job searching in other places that you you would want to be, whether that be Texas or wherever, you have those certifications under your belt and you're able to use that alimony to your advantage. But it's it's a short term, it's you know, it's a short term plan. So it's something it's something for your it's a long term plan, but this is a short term search situation and circumstance that you have to deal with to be able to reach that long term plan. So I think that's the best advice that I would give because yeah, if it were that's not, good advice. Because yeah. I mean, whatever kind of broadening your skill set also gives you more options. Exactly. Um, and it may even expose you to other opportunities. So I think that's mm-hmm. really, really good advice. And it might be might be in your best interest to kind of you don't have to make a decision right now and maybe it maybe just, you know, take some time to really kind of figure out what it is that you want, um, mm-hmm. and then develop a plan of, of how to get there. Exactly. We hope that was helpful, sis. Um, continue to send your honesty box questions to getting grown podcast at gmail.com. We are going to go on a, on a, on a, just a very mini hiatus, but I do believe that when we come back, we're going to have some amazing content for you all. We're going to be able to be refreshed, come up with some things that we'd love to come back to your honesty box questions and your shout outs and your petty peeves. Um, so continue to send those to getting grown podcast at gmail.com. 
and let's move on to them petty peeves. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. All right, it's time for the petty peeves. And I definitely have one. Um, I don't know if this is going to be popular or not, but it probably won't be. Uh, or somebody might be offended, but it warrants being said. <clears throat> and I think I've said it before, too, but I'm going to say it again. We love our listeners and we love our supporters. Um, we could not have this community or have built this community without all of us joining together. And we don't take that for granted. Um, but certain things are literally just unnecessary. Um, especially when you, when, you know, when there's, you have choices and that's whether or not you want to listen. Um, and also when you don't always know the full situation, we're not a super produced television show, movie, or what have you. But again, like I've said before, I don't think you all write into the movies and the television shows about your gripes and let them know what they are. Um, and we got an email last week um, about some noise, like a little bit of background, like shuffle noise on the, on the show. Well, what you fail to realize is that Kia has been traveling, like we said at the beginning of this episode, for the past six weeks. And she's literally been taking her recording equipment. And this is for anybody who's not on social media. She's literally been taking her recording equipment on the road with her because we may receive one of those emails that says this, but then we will receive tons of tweets and Facebook messages and emails and so forth if there is no episode. And we've tried to be really consistent with that, but I do think that a break is necessary in order to refresh yourself and kind of, you know, give yourself a break. So anyway, I say all that to say we received an email about that noise and Kia has been tra traveling and recording shows without a microphone stand, holding a mic to make sure that we're putting a show out there for you all. And we make sure, too, that we're trying to put together content, you know, that you all enjoy. And so, you know, it would be especially with this being a show about adulting and we talk about challenges and also, you know, the grace that you need to give yourself and give to others. It's not really helpful. Constructive criticism is always welcome. You know what I'm saying? If it's about a kitchen table talk, I recently saw, I think it was an email or a tweet where somebody wrote in and said, you know, I have a suggestion for the show and I'm offering this with grace. I don't know if you all want to do this or not, but I think, you know, this, I think this would be fun. Things like that are great. We want to hear stuff like that from listeners because obviously this is for us to build our community and our community is you. So if there are things that we can implement or whatever that would help, then that's great. But if you're just offering something and you don't know what you're talking about, then it's unnecessary and it's not helpful. And you're not sitting up here sifting through emails upon emails, tweets upon tweets and so forth. Why is there no show? Why is there? There's no show. Oh, my God. There's no getting grown this week. And while that shows us how loved we are, we appreciate it. But like you writing in about a microphone sound. Sis, like, come on. That's mad. Like, there's so many other things you could be doing right now. And I'm sorry if you don't like what I'm saying, but that's what it is. I mean, we receive all the feedback and we recognize that you guys are, you know, we 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 value your absolutely your, your commitment to the show. We value your engagement with us. We value uh, you know, the space that we that we have created. Um, they're just, you know, I mean. We 
I mean, I expect it. And, you know, I'm, I'm willing to own it. I told, I tweeted out that, you know, it was probably me because I <laughs> didn't have a mic stand and I'm just literally just trying to do the best I can. So, I mean, it's all good. We appreciate the, um, like I said, like, like Jade said, we recognize, um, you know, that constructive feedback is awesome and necessary and it's always welcome. Um, but you know, sometimes things can seem to be nitpicky. Um, and, and, um, that can be challenging sometimes, especially when it's like, dang, I'm really trying, but you know, everybody's entitled to their opinion. Um, I'm not going to tell you to, you're entitled to your opinion, but sometimes being an adult means keeping your opinion to yourself (laughs) when it's not helpful. Or I mean, you know, there's helpful opinion. No, I mean, that's really what it is. Like, I there's there you know there, I I can find fault in a whole bunch of things that I that I enjoy, but why am I getting ready to sit up here and I don't know what other people are doing I don't know what it takes for them to to put whatever into their particular projects but I know if it's not for me I'm not going to listen to it or I know if something's getting on my nerves I'm not going to listen to it but I know it's not helpful for me to just write into people and let them know that such and such got on my nerves or I didn't care for blah 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 like again suggestions constructive criticism even there's constructive criticism sometimes it may not be something that we want to hear but it's something that's necessary you know what i mean so you need to think about whether your 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 criticism is necessary like he or if it's nitpicky like he has said well that's your petty peeve that's my petty peeve (laughs) and i stand by it yeah um i think one thing i will say i mean my petty peeve is is I'm going to try to be brief, but I'm very tired of, um, I mean, and this is kind of, I know I've talked about this before, but I find myself when I'm in certain professional spaces and I recognize that, you know, I may look younger or I, I don't look, I don't know, looks aside. I have, I have just found, right, the way that I present, um, people tend to be shocked that I am who I am and I do the work that I do. Mm-hmm. Um my petty peeve is for, uh, you know, people asking questions and kind of um, when you know how you feel like I, I've been in spaces re- at receptions or at meetings and mixers. And when you're tasked with like introducing yourself with someone, um, there's always this like shock. <laughs> like there's there's and I mean, people don't take make any effort to conceal their shock or surprise when they learn who you are and what you do. And then you kind of get peppered with questions that is like, help me to understand what this means. And then, and then, um, give me advice. So Mm -hmm. I had a conversation with, um, um, a, uh, university administrator, an older white woman. And I told her who I am and what I do. And she was like, what advice would you give me? Um, what, like, what would you, given, given who you are and your work, what is one thing that somebody like me should know? And I'm like, that's a heavy question to just ask somebody like mm-hmm. right now. Um, and I mean, to be totally honest, people pay money for this kind of consulting. And I and I mean, I feel like it's always done. Um, well, I don't know. My my feeling is that it's like prove it. It's like I feel like the when I'm put on the spot like that, it's like, OK, you told me that this is what you do and this is what you know. So show me what you got. Mm-hmm. And I I, I don't that. feel I don't feel like that that happens to people who don't look like me. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my petty peeve. 
I I am. And, and I mean, it's really frustrating because oftentimes these are people who, you know, I work in spaces that are allegedly committed to diversity um, and allegedly committed to, to inclusive practice and equity and social justice. And then, you know, to literally be confronted with, um, you know, to be microaggressed in those spaces in these specific ways is really tiring. Um, it's exhausting. And, you know, it's discouraging because it's like, man, y'all are the people who say that you're committed to change. Mm hmm. Y'all are the people who are saying that you're trying to make a difference on your campus and you come in contact with a with a, a black woman who says that she does these things. And it's like, all right, well, Jack and Jive for me. Show me what it is that you do. What are you doing? Tell me what you know. And I'm just like, did I ask you that? You told me that you like you the provost. OK, so I mean, tell me about the faculty handbook at your institution. Tell me what you're doing to address these issues like. I don't know. Maybe I'm reaching. Maybe I'm tired. No, it could be tired, all of the sis. above. <laughs> you tired? It could be all of the above. But and I'm just again, tired. I'm tired. I'm very tired of of um the way that these space these spaces feel. Mm-hmm. Um and uh it's like, man, you know, I'm always and it's hard to kind of fight imposter syndrome and other areas of my life where I struggle with uh, this propensity to feel like I have to prove who I am in order mm-hmm. to have what I deserve. Um, it's really tired. It's mm-hmm. really it's 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 hard to manage that when um, I I actually have to prove myself in professional spaces. Like literally, people ask me and put me on the spot and say, "Tell me what it is that you do." And I don't think that that's something that's specific to me. Um, I know that the, that other people face these challenges, and I don't even know if it's specific to just women of color. But I'm just saying, as a woman of color, it's something that gets on. What the fuck? How Man. fitting during the petty peeves, right? I'm just saying, as a woman of color, it's something that gets on my nerves. And uh, that's fair. I wrote a song about it, and that was it. That was your song right there that just passed. Another petty peeve of mine. <laughs> Y'all do something about these sirens. They don't have to be like this. <laughs> <laughs> and that's another episode of Getting Grown. Um, yes, indeed. Again, we super appreciate you all's listenership, your support, your sense of community is is really really important to us. And Kia and I are going to use this uh, break to continue to try to plan some wonderful things for you all um, come in a few weeks. We have some really exciting guests coming on with some conversations that we've not, we've not yet addressed. And I'm really excited to have, um, you know, we're planning some live shows and things like that. So look forward to some goodness and it's only a couple of weeks. So like, don't stress. Yes, indeed. Don't stress. We coming right back. We really appreciate you all. Make sure you also take your, you get a break. You get a little break from us for a minute. <laughs> so it's a break for everybody. Any 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 words in the interim, sis? Do you want to leave no. me with? I mean, you know, it's a, it's a it's a lukewarm summer. Y'all take care of yourselves. Mm-hmm. We're really just going to take a few minutes to just kind of recalibrate so yep. that we can come back um, and be, uh, you know, con- dang, the, what is that? <laughs> um, sis, I don't know what's going on. Either way, we're we're really excited about, um, you know, uh, what's coming for Getting Grown in the fall. We're hopefully going to be announcing some some things that will make people happy. Will definitely make us happy. Looking forward to doing some more live shows, some merch. We got some things coming and we're excited to um, to share that with you. But in the meantime, in between time, y'all continue to drink your water. Mind your business. And moisturize your skin because your black will crack. If if it's it's dry. dry. Good night, y'all. Bye. Bye. HBO's newest comedy is a black lady sketch show. 
starring Robin Thede, Quinta Brunson, Ashley Nicole Black, and Gabriel Dennis, and guest starring Issa Rae, Angela Bassett, Laverne Cox, and more. A Black Lady Sketch Show is a first-of-its-kind comedy that explores culturally relevant themes, including social norms, anxiety, religion, sex, dating, and relationships in a limitless magic reality. A Black Lady Sketch Show airs this Friday at 11 p.m. only on HBO. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.